Welcome to Historical Jesus. I'm Mark Vinette. Lent is the solemn Christian religious observance in the liturgical year commemorating the 40 days Jesus of Nazareth spent fasting in the desert and enduring temptation by Satan before beginning his public ministry, according to the Synoptic Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Lent is observed in the Catholic Church as well as many Protestant denominations and also some non-denominational Christian churches. Lent is a period of grief that ends with a great celebration of Easter. In Lent-observing Western churches, Lent begins on Ash Wednesday and lasts 40 days, ending approximately six weeks later, depending on the Christian denomination and local custom. The English word Lent is a shortened form of the Old English word Lenten, meaning spring season. The purpose of Lent is the preparation of the believer for Easter through prayer, mortifying the flesh, repentance of sins, almsgiving, simple living, and self-denial. In Lent, many Christians commit to fasting as well as giving up certain luxuries in imitation of Jesus' sacrifice during his journey into the desert for 40 days. This is known as one's Lenten sacrifice. Many Lent-observing Christians also add a Lenten spiritual discipline, such as reading a daily devotional or praying through a Lenten calendar to draw themselves near to God. Many churches remove flowers from their altars and veil crucifixes, religious statues that show the triumphant Christ, and other elaborate religious symbols in violet fabrics in solemn observance of the event. Let's learn more about the traditions of the Lenten period with the Catholic Talk Show. Lent is how many days? 40 days. Does that include Sundays? It does not, Mm -hmm. because Ash Wednesday to Holy Thursday is 46 days, but there's going to be six Sundays. The time period between there is 46 days, but Sundays are not included in Lent. Now, there's debate. Are you free from your Lenten vows and the things that you gave up during Lent on Sundays? And the Feast of St. Joseph. It's a solemnity, so you feast. But I can't do that personally. Can you have alcohol on Sundays during Lent if you gave it up? I personally can't because I have done that before. And guess what happened to my Lenten practice? Drink out the Wednesday. window. Out the window. Yeah. Do you think that's a listed practice? Perf- no, it's not really governed, but think, how do you feel about that? Well, I would lean on St. Augustine for that because... Perfect abstinence is easier than perfect moderation. Yeah. But it doesn't say that we don't have the capacity for greater virtue and greater discipline. And that's ultimately where we want to go. So I think the greatest effort would be to feast on the Annunciation, the Solemnity of St. Joseph, St. Pat's Day to have these festivities even on the Sundays because well, we, we always have a conception, oh, solemnity is like Christmas, feast Easter, days. feast day. Every Sunday is a solemnity. Every Sunday is a feast day. Every Sunday is a feast day. And Catholics, we're obligated to feast, feast, to sing, to dance, to be merry, to eat, and to have fellowship with one another. Even during Lent. And that's why Lent is 40 days and not 46. Mm-hmm. Now, those 40 days, that calls to mind the 40 years wandering in the desert, the 40 days that our Lord spent in the desert. 
There's a lot of times where the number 40 comes up with fasting and with penitence. Mm -hmm. In Latin, it's called septa juessa, it's 40 days. And that 40 days calls to mind a lot of our forefathers and the things that they've done, and then our Lord himself in his preparation for his ministry. Now, I love Lent. Lent really is one of my favorite things. I think one of the traditions that has come up in the last 50 years is really embracing that fish fry culture. But I don't think there's a single Catholic listening who observes that Lenten practices, who hasn't on a Friday found themselves having the most ubiquitous form of fish in the United States. filet fish I don't know when the last time I had McDonald's. And I don't know if I've ever actually had a filet of fish. You've never had a filet of fish. I don't think I have. And you call yourself a Catholic priest. Isn't that a shame? I know. So the filet of fish is... If you're Catholic, this is a Friday staple. <laughs> well, we're going to find out. The buns are always different on filet fish. Yeah. Have you ever noticed They that? steam the buns. Let's see, Father Rich, you dig in. Now, you start right. eating, and I'll tell you something very interesting. Okay. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The filet of fish was invented by McDonald's, and it is a Catholic origin. So somebody invented it? Somebody invented this. What I'm eating right now? Right. There was a restaurateur, a McDonald's franchise owner, and he was in Ohio. And during Lent, his receipts were going down because 85% of the population where his McDonald's was, was Catholic and no one would come in on Fridays. So he was losing a seventh of his income every week. So Lou Groen in the Cincinnati area, Lou Groen, an owner. So they were losing money every week on Fridays during Lent. And he said, we need to do something. So he went and he invented the filet of fish and he went all the way to Chicago to present the idea to Ray Kroc, the person who really made McDonald's go. And Ray Kroc did not like the idea. He said, you always come here with a bunch of crap growing. I don't want my restaurant smelling like a fish. And what Ray Kroc said is, well, here's what I'd rather you do. We're going to have a challenge. I'm going to come up with a sandwich I think that we should serve to Catholics on Friday in Lent. And you serve yours. So on Good Friday in 1962, they had a challenge. One was the Hula Burger. And it was a hamburger. But instead of meat, it was a pineapple ring. Who came up with that, Ray? Ray Kroc. Then he said, challenge it against the filet of fish. And whichever one orders more, we are going to start putting on the menu on Fridays during Lent to satisfy all these Catholics who won't come here. Isn't a Hawaiian burger meat, though? No, it's a pineapple ring instead of meat. Oh. The final score of the orders on Good Friday of Catholics in 1962, six people ordered the hula burger. 350 ordered the filet of fish. So in the first month, the filet of fish sold over 3,000 sandwiches. It went on, and that just became for every McDonald's in the country. But because of the demand of Catholics during Lent, every McDonald's has filet of fishes. It started in Ohio. Yeah, Ohio, the land of presidents, the first in flight, and the birthplace of the filet of fish. 
But here's something that I think that everyone in this room can get behind to do for Lent. And that is the 40-day beer-only Catholic fast. Nothing besides beer for 40 days. I don't know, man. I'd be a wreck. I'd be a wreck. I feel bloated already. I'm a wreck after a two-day-only beer fast. In the early 1600s, <laughs> the Polliner Friars, they lived in Bavaria. They already had in their order a year-round Lent. That was one of their charisms. So they observed what everyone else did during Lent the entire year. So they said, well, since we're already doing a year-round Lent, we need to do something extra. We need to take it to another step during the actual 40 days of Lent. So they were brewers, and they were making beer. And they came up with something. They're like, here's the idea. Let's make a beer that is so malty and so nutritious that we can have only that. And they called it liquid bread. And that is a doppelback beer. So this beer was really specifically brewed to be very nutritious, but very low in alcohol. It's probably like two and a half percent alcohol at the very most. But it was very caloric, very rich in nutrients. And it was able to sustain them for 40 days. Now, they wanted to make sure that their practice was licit. So they were going to petition the Pope and say, Holy Father, are we allowed to do this practice? So they got together a barrel of beer and they put it on their cart and they're coming all the way from Bavaria and they're taking it all the way down to Rome. Well, as it happens, it had been an extraordinarily and unseasonably hot time of year. And this trip took longer than they planned. And the beer got skunky. It was no good. So they went over the Alps. They went through the entire Italian peninsula and they get down there and they say, Holy Father, try our beer and say, is this okay for us to live on for 40 days? Well, the beer sucked because it was ruined. And the Pope took a sip of it. And he's like, okay, number one, you guys suck at brewing because this is terrible beer. But because it's terrible, I'm going to allow you to do it. But the beer back home was still fresh, right? It had the born on date and they were able to drink it. So that's why the Pope allowed them because he thought the beer was terrible. But it was just because it was skunked from going through all of Italy and the Alps. He's like, this is penance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> So, That's a cool story. Yeah, so the, that cloister is no longer there, but there is still to this day a brewer there. And like, if you've ever seen Pauliner beers, mm -hmm. yeah, that's the same kind of beer. That type of beer and that tradition lives on in those. Well, one beer that I'm looking forward to is a beer for St. Patty's Day, yeah. which I always do. Yeah, that's coming. And up. then, yeah, and then even I, when you give up alcohol, even when I give up alcohol, I, I have my corned beef and cabbage and my beer. At the seminary, we actually celebrated because St. Joseph's and St. Patrick's are so close together. Right. We would celebrate what was called a Joe Patty Festival. And uh, yeah, I was at the seminary when we first put it on and um, it was a great celebration. So I'm looking forward to that. And, and I'm sure that you guys are looking forward to this Lent, not mainly for just those feast days and solemnities, you know, those little respites, but to truly put on the practices of prayer, fasting and almsgiving, because this is what boils down to who we truly are. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We remember our mortality and we remember the capacity of our humanity for greatness and our communion with Christ, who is redeeming us actively in the celebration of our faith. So as we move through the season of Lent, continue to journey with us. We definitely love the fellowship. Peace. I'm Mark Vinette. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss. Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. 
Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calatrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body, which decreases as we age. Taking Calatrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calatrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605.